Welcome to the Jacksonville Bar Association podcast. My name is Craig Shoup. I'm the executive director here at the Jacksonville Bar Association. Today, we're excited to have Kayla Heron with us. She's a transactional lawyer at the firm of Smith, Halsey, and Busey. She focuses her practice on general corporate matters, including mergers and acquisition deals, entity structuring, joint ventures, financing transactions, and other business and governance matters. She's a 2016 Florida Coastal School of Law graduate. She also has an MBA from Jacksonville University. She is a member of the Florida Bar Voluntary Bar Liaison Committee and the Florida Bar Annual Convention Committee. She is the 2022-2023 Secretary of the Jacksonville Bar Association's Young Lawyer Section and is also the 2022-2023 President of the Jacksonville Women Lawyers Association. Before we get into our conversation today, we do want to have a quick message from one of our partners. Thanks to the Jacksonville Bar Association for helping Mulholland Investigation and Computer Forensics bring forth our services to the local legal community. We offer a wide array of investigative service and computer forensic service. We do background investigations, we locate witnesses, we do surveillance, we have experts on our team that do security negligence consulting and have the ability to take evidence from computers, uh, cell phones, tablets, servers, um, and a wide variety of other services. Our JBA sponsor membership allows us to regularly see our most important clients. Please contact us at 904-354-7989 or at mulhollandinvestigation.com. We like to thank all of our partners here at the Jacksonville Bar Association, they make all of our programming and events possible. Well, with all that, Kayla, thanks. We're glad Hi. you stopped in today. I'm glad to be here, Craig. So tell us a little about you. What, what brought you to the law and what brought you to Jacksonville? Sure. So that's a lot. So first, what brought me to the law, I think I've always had sort of a love for the business side of things. And so when I was an undergrad, I ended up taking a business law course. Um, that ended up sparking my love for just general corporate law deals, transactional work, just the law side of business. Um, so I pursued my law degree at Florida Coastal, which is here in Jacksonville, and ended up also doing the joint program, getting my MBA at the same time at Jacksonville University, and just grew more in love with the idea of legal advising for local small to mid-sized businesses. Um, so after law school, I kind of tried to find, you know, my place and I found it at Smith Holsey. We do mostly, you know, M&A work for small to mid-sized, uh, local businesses. Um, so I've really found my niche. You're one of the, um, probably the may even be the first, um, guests we've had on this series that does transactional. Um, what do you think that litigators should know about transactional law that they don't? Um, so I think litigators, I think the general public think that corporate lawyers may not work the long hours or have the demanding schedules that a, litig a litigator might have. Um, what I don't think a lot of people understand is our deadlines are not court appointed. Our deadlines are our client deadlines. And most of our client deadlines are yesterday. Um, you can't do it fast enough. So you know, we do work uh, long nights on the weekends um, at our clients' 
bequest. Um, and to clarify, I think I'm speaking for transactional lawyers in private practice, right? Um, I think corporate transactional lawyers in-house, um, those most of the time are our clients. So they're the ones giving us, you know, these deadlines. And they do work long hours and do work weekends. But I think that's where the general misconception comes from, um, you know, between a private practice transactional lawyer versus an in-house transactional lawyer. So what is something, in talking about things that people should know that don't, what is something you think law students should know both about practicing in general and maybe even practicing in transactional world that you didn't really learn in law school? Um, so I don't think you learn a lot about the practice of law in law school. You learn the law. You learn about the law. You learn how to apply the law. Um, and you also don't take a lot of classes that may necessarily apply to the transactional practice. Um, I mean, most of my classes were civil procedure, torts. Um, Those things don't apply to me day to day. Something I wish I learned in law school before graduating was probably how to bill, to be quite honest, to to drill down to the nitty gritty. Um, You're kind of thrown in day one. Um, into, hey, you have to bill your time and you have to describe it appropriately. And it's basically selling what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. I had no idea. Uh, The only reason I had any idea after I graduated law school was because I worked for various law firms throughout my law school career. I clerked um, for two smaller firms here in Jacksonville before I graduated. So that's the only reason I had any sort of background into billing. Why do you think it is important to be involved in your local legal community? Um, You're the current secretary of our Young Lawyers section. You've been involved in the Women Lawyers Association. You've been involved in different aspects of our legal community. Why do you find it's important to give your time to that? So there's a couple of reasons. One one or two are probably selfish, and the third is um, really given the opportunity to better our legal community. So I think when you get involved with voluntary bar organizations, you're given the opportunity to network with um, like-minded individuals. We're all lawyers. Um, You're given the opportunity to meet new people, meet new people at different firms, meet um, people in different practice areas, and you're able to build relationships with people in the local community that you would not get the opportunity to do so unless you were involved in these voluntary bar organizations. That networking aspect comes in handy uh, for a lot of different reasons, for referrals, for possible um, new job opportunities, um, really friendships. I've made, you know, countless friends. Some of my best friends I've met through my involvement with the Young Lawyer section of the Jacksonville Women Lawyers Association. Um, The other aspect of it is being able to have an impact on your local legal community and your community at large. And so as the president of the Jacksonville Women Lawyers Association or the secretary of the Young Lawyers section of the Jacksonville Bar, I have the opportunity to create programming, CLE programming, or um, to uh, put together networking events or, you know, other types of events for our local legal community to come together, learn, network, things like that. I'm, I'm given the opportunity to make our legal community a better place. 
and also through my work with the Young Lawyer section of the Jacksonville Bar, we're given the opportunity to make an impact on our community at large through our charitable work. Um, our three charitable events, three or four charitable uh, events through the year, give us an opportunity to partner with local charitable organizations, raise money for really... Um, pregnancy brain is such a thing. Um, hmm? Worthy, thank you. Raise money for very worthy organizations here um, in the local community. Um, so I, I just think that it, it just, for a lot of different reasons, it makes you a better lawyer, it makes you a better person, and it gives you uh, incredible opportunities you would not have um, unless you were, you were involved. Yeah, I think, and you've been a, a champion in that for sure with our, especially I'm thinking the couple of years of chairing our Young Lawyers Chili Cook-Off mm -hmm. um, and the, the amount of hours and things that people don't see. They just come there and magically everything works and it's happening and you, they have a table and they have power at beer, most of the time. Don't forget, don't the, forget beer. the beer. <laughs> um, so all those kinds of things that people don't see that really put people put in a lot of work to make our legal community a better place. Legal and our community at large, really. For sure. So we all know I'm a foodie a little bit. <laughs> um, limited in my, my likes, but still somewhat of a foodie. Um, tell me some of the places you and your family like to go have uh, dinner at. Sure. So we are closer to the beach, and we're big fish people, which I know you're not. Um, but my favorite restaurant in town probably is North Beach Fish Camp or any of those fish camps in that family, North Beach, Palm, Palm Valley, Julington, Free, uh, Julington Creek Fish Camp. Also, I think in that same family is Marker 32 near the beach. Um, really, for us, anything fish-related, uh, you'll catch us there on Friday Saturday night, or Saturday night. Maybe both? Probably both. <laughs> so, Kayla, if somebody wanted to reach out to you about maybe a question in this transactional life or how to be more involved with the young lawyers or maybe even refer you a case over at Smith Halsey, what's the best way for folks to get a hold of you? You can call me. You can email me. Um, I pick up the phone uh, all hours of the day. I'd, I'd prefer a phone call, to be honest, but email me if that makes you comfortable, too. Well, we appreciate that. Um, we appreciate everyone joining us today. We look forward to seeing everyone on our next episode.